on the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute that millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Welcome back to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast, hosted by Michael and Johnny. Johnny, how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, we, we played a little bit of golf, but exciting times in golf uh, in general. Tiger Woods is back, and uh, you're, you're pretty bullish on him. You think he's back to win. I won. He's definitely back to win. He, I don't know. He has said know. how many times he doesn't turn up if he's not going to, he doesn't think he's going to win. Now, he, I think he plays mind games, but I think he feels he can easily win. I don't know. I think Tiger's a different different person to the guy who said, I'm only ever here to turn up to win. Like... I think he's much more of a guy who's there for legacy rather than anything else now at this point. Um, I think it's great to see him play and great to see him. He didn't really compete, but it's great to see him play, particularly in the Bahamas. Um, I guess well, like he came what eighteenth, eighteenth out of twenty. Yeah, shot a little par, which is good. I think anyone would have would have been in, if you asked anyone before on what what would you like him to shoot? And I think even par or better would have been would have been nice. Eighteenth out of twentieth is a uh, is not great, not a great stat. Not particularly when it comes to like you know Tiger Woods, but yeah, it was good. It was good, to, good to watch. I, I I would have been concerned if he had shot like four seventy sixes, you know, because there's no no cut event. If he shot like four over every day, then you're like, Ooh, okay, this is maybe yeah. maybe we shouldn't be watching this. No, well, like I mean, he, what, he made nineteen birdies, fifteen bogeys, two double bogeys. So like, there's something there. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think that's the beauty of it. I mean, like. When when you were, we were watching him swing, like you and I were texting, we were watching him, and like we both said, he didn't look. He doesn't look well. He doesn't look well. No, he wasn't walking well. No, his swing looked good. Yeah, like standing over the ball didn't be a problem. It was then walking after yeah. his shot. You're going. That's concerning. That that for me was like that was my biggest takeaway. Was like, yeah, the golf swing is good. Like like he, he drove it a mile. He drove it really really well all week. Was hitting the ball. He's hitting a pure. He's doing tiger things, but it was then walking from that shot to his second shot. I was like, "Oh God, he looks so he looks so in pain." And Megan watched a little bit of it with me, and even she was like, "God, he looks he looks like he's in pain." And like Megan doesn't, my wife doesn't keep track of any golf. She doesn't watch it. I, I told you, I guarantee she wouldn't even have known that Tiger was in a car accident the other, the other year. But as far as she was concerned, she was like, "That person looks like they should not be walking." And that's concerning. Yeah, especially when you when when you're thinking about if he's gonna compete, like the walking's kind of easy bit. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the easy part of golf is walking around. Um, he's not even carrying his bag. He's walking with nothing. Like yeah. you know, so uh, that that that's the thing that worries me. But then the fact he's able to swing at his boots. I mean, his longest his longest drive was three seventy. Clocked at three seventy. When we can go back to it the fact it was 370 yards later on um <laughs> but like he was able to drive the green on 14 yeah so like there there, there is a game there yeah i like he he reached a couple of the par fives uh over the weekend and two and stuff like that as well so the, like distance isn't doesn't seem to be too much of an issue for him it, it kind of seems it kind of seems like the golf is okay 
It, I mean, it, it was a little it, rusty. It's, it's everything in between. Put, yeah, it's yeah like which is, I mean, it brings back the, the golf cart question. If Tiger could could go around in a golf cart, like what John Daly does. Yeah. Like he'd, he'd shoot, I, I think he'd shoot a different score because he'd be way less fatigued. He wouldn't be in as much pain. He'd, he'd have way more energy in, in, in reserves. He could, he, you know, definitely would have shot under par then. But like, would you want to see Tiger Woods driving around in a buggy? No, and I, th- I think as much as I love Tiger, if it was, you can't have him drive around in a buggy. It's the whole point is that, you know, it's four day. We've said it before, even with Liv. It's four rounds. It's four days. It's meant to be tiring. Mentally, it's tiring. If you're sitting down, not walking, it, it is a massive advantage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then you have all the lads driving the buggies. And then they would just look. I mean, imagine the open in St. Andrews. And like, they do a little drone. You pull out the drone, the shot, and it's just a bunch of buggies. Like, it would it'd be awful. Yeah, I think it would be, an ex- be like the tiger exemption. <laughs> like I don't think I don't think you're gonna see like Rory or but JT then, going around in buggies. I think Tiger would have an asterisk beside a win if he was in a buggy and JT wasn't or Ferrari yeah. wasn't or whatever. Um, I think Tiger has to win a tournament for that to be an issue. To be honest with you, I I, th- I think he'll win. I think his his schedule he's going on that he thinks he wants to play one a month. Um, he's obviously gonna pick and choose mm-hmm. what events he wants to go into. We obviously the hero was his event. But it was kind of perfect for him. It was nice and warm. Like, you, did you see him turn up on Sunday walking into the clubhouse? With the skin-tied beater and stuff beater. like that? Yeah. His guns. He's absolutely jacked. I know. Look, there's there's questions around that. But there's, there's a couple of questions about, about the uh, the means of which he's uh, he's getting that jacked. I, I, I did see someone say, you know, he, he loves the gym and he obviously couldn't do legs. He's just been doing chest and pipes. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's... Like, we all just do... If we ever go to the gym, we all just do more <laughs> arms than anything else anyway. Yeah. So, he looks very jacked. Yeah. And look, I mean, w- w- one or two people kind of hinted that there might be something Lance Armstrong-ish about, well, you know, about what he's doing. Whatever medication he's on after that, maybe just jacked up the the muscle growth, maybe, you know? Maybe it's not his fault. I also just don't care. Like, if, if Tiger Woods is on steroids and it allows him to play golf, grand. Because clearly we've seen... It, he's he's shooting even par over four yeah. days. Like it'd be very different if you went out and shot like twenty five under and won. He'd be like, okay, okay let's, let's let's take a little look and at like this. He's running he's around the course yeah. like with his jaw swinging and these eyes wide open <laughs> as he's like hitting every put and chase and diving into the hole to get it. And yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a different situation. May, may, let's say he is on something and taking anything. There was a debate a couple of years ago in rugby around performance enablers versus performance enhancers. Because obviously rugby is a very okay. taxing taxing sport on your body. And I think a few years ago, Brian O'Driscoll Brian spoke about how he, you know, would take like paracetamol just like as like a painkiller. And that allowed him to play the next Six Nations match or match for Leinster or Ireland or whatever it was. Maybe this is just the same type of thing where, yeah, okay, maybe he, he is taking steroids, but maybe it's a steroid to like numb the pain of his leg because he says you know he was asked a question why are you in pain everywhere my leg my back my neck like maybe he's just taking the steroid that yeah okay it does gets him to walk around shopping does, center does, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll call it a performance enhancer yeah. but maybe it's actually just a performance enabler where it just means that he can actually go and play golf because he's no longer in pain when he takes this medication and that look like i said he's not winning these tournaments i don't think he's going to win any tournaments uh, uh, but if if taking some kind of medication allows him to perform, cool. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So yeah. So his. So I, I, was, I looked into a schedule because I knew you, you. I knew you wouldn't think he was going to win. So I looked in the fact he wants to play one a month. I can't believe we're going through this. The man has played one, <laughs> one, one tournament. round, one s- s- tournament, and he came second last. And here I am or- orchestrating his schedule. But uh, right, he cares about he cares about the four. 
four of the majors are the ones he cares about. So well, if, well, if in his mind he's thinking, win. Great, he wants to win, whatever. But it's the majors he wants to win. Yeah, Let, well, let's go even before that. So like in... Moving the microphone cable. In 10 days' time, he's playing a tournament. He is. Yeah. With his, with his son. In a scramble. That has to be said as well. But and he'll be in a buggy that week. He will be. But I think that's... In, that's I actually... Have you looked at the... the the PNC. That last year. It's great fun. But if you looked, did you look? I, I I looked up the leaderboard from last year. Do you know who came eighth last year? Came eighth. Pi Pora and Paddy. Yeah. Yeah. Parenting. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no listen, I, man. I'm 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 deep in the PNC game. I'm man, deep in it. <laughs> you you go you go so you go Sunday and you tell me you've got having the two Paddies versus the two Woods and John Daly and JD Junior. Like you, you got the in the final day, those lads fighting. You, you, I tell you, you would see Harrington go cutthroat more. I think you'd see Porter yeah. Harrington go more cutthroat than he's ever been before, because he's got his boy with him. Oh God, jeez, I don't know about that. But I, would, I, I'm telling you, I, I think he'd be he'd be brutal for sure. Oh no, he he'd love to take down Tiger and Charlie. Yeah, I bet you. I, 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 I you know, I'm kind of an unfair fight. Charlie's like 14. Paddy Harrington plays college golf over in the States. Like he's a really good golfer. He's yeah. like 22. Yeah. Charlie won some high school thing that Tiger never ah, did. Yeah. Look, we all accounts Charlie looks like a baller anyway. I'm not saying Paddy Harrington isn't a baller, but I'm just like Charlie's no pushover. And if you've got Tiger who's able to swing at that speed and yeah, Tiger's yeah. competitive and I, I think that'd be a really interesting tournament. Yeah, listen, I don't think it'll be an interesting tournament. I think the Sunday will be interesting. He's, yeah, it's a fair I, point, Jim. Like, I'm not going to watch kids play golf the, for the, four days. The Thomases aren't going to win. <laughs> Just JT and his L, man. I don't know. No, you never know. No, I don't see it. No. I, I, I'm, I'm putting on my, my one can Paddy Power leading, joint leading for Sunday in the, in the final group, Harrington's v. Woods. I'd, I'd like that, yeah. I would say don't sleep on the dailies they won it two years ago came second last year this is obviously a tournament that they enjoy so yeah and like the young the younger fella gets, hits a bomb just like his dad yeah like it's funny how he's so funny but it's, it's funny how charlie swings like tiger yeah and has all the mannerisms like i know listen your dad like i'm sure my young fella has the same manners as me sometimes but like it's and then john daly's young fella swings it exactly the same yeah and it's funny how how much of that is just because they've watched their dad play so much and they're just they're copying it in their subconscious yeah. or it's this idea of talent and genes and yeah. you've got two athletic parents who's going to create an athletic kid or if you've got really two smart parents you create a smart like the nature nurture sort of idea yeah. but I just and even even how they dress like I, I I don't think I'm sure some of that's gimmick though some of that has to be someone in Tiger's camp being like you have to wear red guys Sunday you have to wear red but yeah but, but imagine like like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Listen, we're, you and your dad are going to wear two blue pol- blue polos. We're going to forget you. Like, I'm not wearing the same as my dad. Like, yeah, but my dad's on Tiger Woods, man. You see, but surely, like, that's a massive difference. I know, but st- he's just, it's Charlie still. His dad still annoys him. Still gives out to him about his homework. Still does what. Like, yeah, if my shit. if my dad was John Daly though, and, and someone turned around and goes, "You're wearing a Hooters T-shirt in the final day," you're like, "Fuck it, yeah, I will," because that's what he does. Because he's John Daly. It, like, yeah, these aren't dad. normal people. Yeah, no, but, yeah, they're not normal people. I get that. But they're still their, like, it's still their dad. I know, but like. Nothing your dad does really is that cool, really. I know. Like, I think I think we're looking at the, you're looking at this from a normal person's perspective. That's all, yeah. We're talking about Tiger Woods, <laughs> who's insane. Tiger who's, Woods. The man like. is mentally insane. And John Daly, who also is mentally insane. Uh, For a very different reason. Yeah, or maybe in not. In a very different way. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, I think, look, look, I think 
yeah, if someone from Tiger's camp goes, Charlie, you're wearing red and black, you'd probably be like, yeah. Like, I don't even think you'd look at it as anything other than, yeah, of course now. Yeah, because that's what we're going to do to win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, let's uh, let's go through the schedule. You're, so it's, you're so, in the four, four majors, really. Four majors. So Masters at Augusta, oh, it's obviously, I think that's a really good one for him. I think temperature-wise, I think it's good for his back. Hot, sweaty, clammy. I think that's good for him. I think the heat is good for him. Issue with Augusta, though, it is hilly. Mm-hmm. So we've said he struggles struggling to walk. That could be an issue. Yeah. Also, I think it's early enough in the season he won't be too fatigued. That he can get the practice right for it. Also, he knows it goes to like the back of his hand. He knows the pitfalls. Like when he won in 2019, when he was 12, he just put it across. And lads were in the water. It's he's got he's got muscle memory for everything in there. Plus, Tiger at Augusta, lads will crumble, and then you go into the mentality of Tiger how he crushed to win. So I think the, Augusta's a good one. Now, the U.S. Open, mm. Pinehurst, number two. Now it's not that hilly. No, no. So I think that suits him. Yeah. Now, if the rough is up, can he dig it out of the rough? Can he hit, like, can he put a five iron on something in the rough if he's not in the fairway and go for health leather at it? Like, will his body allow him? Yeah, I see, see Pinehurst is a funny one because a lot of their rough area is more like wasteland, kind of similar to, like, the Phoenix Open or something, like, the waste management. Okay. Like, it's waste area, waste bunkers. Like, yeah, there is rough and stuff like that if you go super wild, but... um. I actually like Pinehurst for Tiger more so than Augusta because also the the date and I just looked it up June thirteenth to sixteenth it's gonna be warm it's gonna be it's gonna be humid it's gonna be pretty muggy it's the type of conditions that would probably be like in my medical opinion yeah. would uh, suit his, would suit suit his, his, suit his yeah. kind of physical and I think ailments the, and the, the the way he plays I think suits both of them as well like the way his game goes now <clears throat> now that we've got two that's two majors he's won he goes, <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> he goes on to the third Open Royal Troon. Like, I don't think there's... If it wasn't the Open, I don't think he'd even bother turning up. Because yeah. I don't think it suits him at all. Like, because he's a big history nerd, it's the Open and he's feeling okay. I, I think I was, you've spoken, spoken to you before with this. I think if it gets baked out and it's an unbelievable summer and it's hot and balls rolling and he can go iron off the tee, he can, uh, you know, be smart around it, then maybe, but... I just can't see it suiting everything he needs. I don't think the weather mightn't suit him. We were talking about this when we were playing playing our round of golf on Friday. Yeah. It's so dependent upon the condition, conditions being perfect. Like when, when Moore Cow won the Open that time. Flat cam day, lovely and sunny and warm for the entire week. But like, what are the odds you're going to get that in July in the yeah. UK? So are so, so slim. So I think how his schedule works out... I, I, I think he, I think he's like he's basing it around the Masters, the US Open. If it you say like you said, it looks out with the weather, then yeah, the Open. But it's not going to be one that he's target tar- like I don't think it's one he's going to be targeting. And I think his practice regime will have to work around that. It's it mightn't be suitable for him. Yeah, and then there's Valhalla in May, uh, the PGA Championship from the 13th to the 19th. He's won at Valhalla, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't, I don't like it for him. I think that's exactly where like the rough will be thick and juicy, and and that'll be a hard walk. Yeah, I think that's like I know he's won theirs, but I think that's that's where all those little things then come into play. So they, depending, I think depending on how he's playing, but I think that that's how his kind of schedule works out for the majors because I don't really think he cares about winning that many PGA Tour events. If he's going to play a PGA event, it'll be either something that involves him that he's involved in, or it's purely practice. 
for the major. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, in your in your mind, Tiger Woods is going to, is going to win the two two majors next year, is it? But that, that like as in from my you know I'm looking up going yeah geez if I was him I'd be I'd be US Open and Masters would be the ones um, I'd be targeting if I was him. And that's obviously just knowing from looking at him playing now, looking at his body, mm. what's he doing the last time. Uh, I think I'd just love to win another US Open and just wave at Phil. <laughs> you know, just Tiger. Hey Phil. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I think he's going to win. I think I think you have to. It's like it's like being a Man United fan at the moment. It's terrible. It's gut wrenching. It's horrible to watch. We were terrible against Newcastle, but you got to have hope. Otherwise, there's no point. Did you, you win? Got, you got to have hope. So being Ian, no, United lost Newcastle. They're terrible. <laughs> but you got to have the hope that things will get better. And I think with Tiger, you got to hope he's going to win. You got to hope he's going to be in the hunt because, like, I guarantee the viewing on the hero was Oh yeah. The minute he was there. I like, ten times twenty fifteen. It couldn't surprise me how many times you said the, how many multiplication there was because he was there. Yeah, uh, and that's just the way it is. I don't disagree with any of that. I just disagree. I don't think he's going to win. Don't think he's going to win. Well, I can't wait to come on the pod when he's got another green jacket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Speaking of the Hero Championship, who was there? Anyone that surprised you? I thought you did really well. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, who actually won the tournament, that was a big surprise for me. Um, just because from what last time I saw him was at the, obviously at the Ryder Cup he he had performed very very poorly he was crying there when obviously he he and Brooks got spanked spanked by uh, by Victor and and um, and Ludwig so to, for him to come out and then what shoot what twenty under par um, he won by three strokes he played very well third win of the twenty twenty four twenty twenty three year um, like only three wins for somebody who's that good like it shows you his but remember how bad his putting was that's, like, that, that's my point like it shows yeah. you how bad his putting is. Yeah, obviously working with Phil Kenyon with a putter with, with, with his putting stroke has made a big difference. He had a new putter in the bag this week. We actually know what that's like. That's yeah. not as easy as people. Well, kind of think it was kind of easier for me than it was for you at the end of the other day. <laughs> but, uh, um, no, but I think having only three wins for someone who's that good. Three wins is year. Yeah. Yeah, look, he was yeah he was he was miles ahead of everyone this year, obviously, except for when it came to the putting, and that's really just what it kind of comes down to at that level. But he didn't three put at all this week. That was a big one. Um, that is actually very big because he was like he was all over the shop. Now, he was, yeah. Do you think it's fixed? Do you think we have? Do we think we, this is the the second coming of Scotty Scheffler and everyone needs to be aware and watch out? He's back. No. Or do you think that this is just going to be like, world, world's just, number two and three weren't even playing this week? To put a bit of pressure on them, John Ram, Roy McIlroy weren't there. But like even the current, even the tournaments he's been involved with, no one's put pressure on him. He just killed himself. Yeah. Eh, yes and no. Like the Tour Championship where he was in the hunt there, and then Victor Hovland just ran ran him down. Okay. Yeah, both weeks in a row. Point, sure, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I, th- I think I was happy to see Sky Scheffler back. I think um, I'm a little indifferent to him. You don't like him. But I think that's great because well, you I, need I would rather yeah. have like 14, 15 weeks of being like. Come on, like take Scotty down. Someone yeah. take him down, rather than just like Woo-hoo. watch this. He's gonna he's shoot himself in the face yeah, with a shotgun yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're that's, kind of, that's you're no kind of, fun. You're like to an A A B S. Anyone but Scotty. Like, you <laughs> yeah. mean, whoever's in second, you're like, come on, hunt him, take him down. Yeah. Like uh, Scotty's a lovely guy, and I think that's probably just the thing is like he's just too nice. You're just kind of bored. Like, you're kind of bored by him, but it's kind of like I equate it to when Patrick Reed was playing PGA Tour and DP World Tour. You would be like, come on, like let's let's have a little bit of a something here because yeah, yeah. he'll provide the drama. Whereas like Scotty's just so good that if someone 
beats him. It's like, whoa, it must have been an unbelievable performance. Or yeah, he, I get, or I get he that. must have done something so really stupid. There's to, entertainment. To lose that, it. Yeah. There's a blow up where someone's just shot the lights out. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's I, not I, just, oh, they were both close and he got a, he was from birdie 17th. That was the end of it. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, and from an entertainment product, that for me is just like, that's what you want. But yeah, my, my dislike of, of Scotty is nothing personal other than just like, I'd love if he actually did come out with a better, better personality and started give, giving it socks. And, had a go with someone. Had a go with someone. Because then you'd be like, yes, let's go. This is this is great. I can get behind that for drama all all, all year. Yeah, like but, I don't think the Netflix documentary did him any justice. Like yeah. it just, I think it just went, oh, you are boring. Where, yeah, I don't think he's that boring. I think he's just very safe in what he talks about. Yeah. But like, He's like he's trying a little me. bit more, give something more to say. Ask him a little bit something else. You yeah, know? I know that obviously in the in the scene, he is obviously in Brooks's episode, where he was a very small part of Brooks's episode. But that scene where he went off and got ice cream. Yeah, I don't remember what ice cream flavor he got, but like like it would I would put so much money on the fact he got like vanilla. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, like, oh yeah, I just love vanilla. I'm a simple guy. I like the simple things in life. And you're like, shut up, Scotty. Get like mint chocolate chip and just go nuts for a minute or something like or bubble gum ice cream go go way after field so if, if you were nike would you be like sitting them down there before the new season and go listen we're going a little bit more outrageous shirts here we're going no, a little like he's not that he he does look stupid but i don't think hovland is that guy but he just works when he wears his outrageous stuff but hovland like, i don't think hovland Ho- would pick that and then like you know like I, but i think that's half of hovland's charm is this he like he just he said it in the press conference he goes i don't know they send them to me and i wear them like like what do you want from me that's just that's just the way it is i think hovland's like a like a labrador or like a dog that's just like here's a new toy and he goes this is great let's go and i think that's just his personality and you're like okay cool yeah no that, that, i think that's, that's that's probably fair i do i think i think his his personality i think there has to be something a little bit more because i think he's gotten gotten to a point where there has to be a little bit more of a killer in him i think he needs to let that out a little bit because there is, there's, yeah there's yeah. gone to the pudding he's obviously pissed off Mm. That hit, that is like anyone would be. The rest of your game there is the best in the world. Mm. Like you, you, you couldn't name three people that beat him in like even like in driving, iron play, pitch, like everything. He's he's in the top two, three. Where you're going, geez, I'll take that. Yeah, and then you go putting, and it's like fifty or sixtieth. Yeah, it's bad. It's but it's got to be pissing him off. And then I think the, I mean, how upset he was at the Ryder Cup, like showing it cares, but it was also a little bit of a. Put yourself together, man. Stop crying. Like, where do you think if I saw Tiger crying, I'd be like, oh my God. Or if I was like, even Rory did it. I, I wasn't, I didn't stick a knife in Rory when he cried when we lost, you know, the last time. I was just like, I was actually, you're, oh, you're tough on Rory. And I'm tough on Rory. Yeah. And I didn't stick a knife in, but Scotty was kind of like, oh, really, man? Stop that. Really. It's yeah. embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Um, let's stick with the Hero World Championship for a minute. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch this because I was on the road on the weekend, but Colin Morikawa was a judge to have broken a, a bizarre rule uh, what's on the putting green. So what was it? His, his, so his, his caddy pulled out a spirit level on the on the putting green, right? No problem with that. You can use Lots of people do that, by no, the no way. Problem. But what happened was he then used that information and wrote it into the yardage book and created a formula in the yardage book for the green, for the slopes. I always find that interesting. Because it was this, the plan of its, its time wasting. And then what happened was... Huh? What do you mean time wasting? So the... you. You can't. So what now that the yardage book has to happen is it's not like the old yardage books where there was angles and lines and stuff everywhere, and the lads could look look at it and go, "Oh, the ball's at the right side of the green." Yeah. That. So so now it has to be. You can write the stuff in, but it has to be done with feel. So your caddy can walk around, you can walk around, and you can talk to each other about uh, 
But he, he was on the practice putting route, not yeah. even on the golf course. So then what happens is he wrote, you're not allowed to write information you found out using technology into the into the green reading books. Give me a little bit closer to me. So you can't go and use technology to find something from the on the greens, write that into your book, and then use it in the tournament. Yeah, but... So that's, that's where he was cheating. He used he, technology, wrote that into the yardage book, walked up, they read, and the reason it happened was his caddy read the first push. But on a practice screen. It's still, it's, yeah, but it's, it's but not course. even on the golf course. I know, but that's the rules. But that makes, but like the slopes on the practice screen could be completely different to the slopes on the golf course. But it's, it, it wasn't, whatever the way it was, the way the, the, the fourth green was the same and it was deemed cheating because they didn't use it. They didn't gain the information from their feel or their eyes or their walking or from Yeesh. putting, it was a technology that no one else was using. But what so happened sinned. was he, I think it was the first or second hole, Marikawa got his caddy to read a putt. Marikawa said it was so wrong, turned him, you're fired, you're not reading any of my putts the rest of the day. Ooh. Fourth hole, they had the, the, they've written in the formula, the information, they didn't read it. They know, makes it, make, I think he made, he made a five. And then it was, then they looked after it and it was Alex Fitz who turned Matt to Fitz. Him, Sorry, Matt Fitz. I, Matt Fitz turned to him and was like, man, that's cheating. And Marikawa was like, really? He's like, yeah, you can't do that. And by all accounts, Marikawa was like, Marikawa was like, it was after the round. Apparently, and then it was like, okay, grand. And they went in, they you got the two shot penalty for it. Oof. But he had asked an official, was it okay? My official said it was okay. So it's like the time we had dinner for Telly on the pod, and he was hitting the ball. Oh, yeah. off. It was like, this is okay. They're like, yeah, yeah, you go for it. <laughs> so that's where the all the, the problem made out. Right. So that's what you, so apparently, if, but if now if your caddy walks up or you walk up and you're walking around the green, you can put in a massive drop from right to the green to the left. You can draw that no problem because yeah, yeah. you're taking it. So I think the thing about it was that it was taking away the skill of the player if we're using all this technology. Fair enough. Which we can get into later about other things. But I think that was where it was coming from. Fascinating. But I don't know now, is Fitzer a bit of a rat? Or is he just is he just like, this is the way it is? It's the game. Probably a rat, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, I, I wonder how the conversation s- went. Oh, mate, listen, you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or was it like, bro, it's not cool. That's not cool, Colin. But apparently there's no bad blood between the two of them. Well, that's good. But so, I, well, so far, yeah, now if I was, I I'd be matching them next round, next thing. I'd be PGA Tour, PNC, he's yeah, not, oh, play, not playing PNC, obviously. But whatever, Neither of them are. Yeah, but when the next one would be, stick them together. Yeah. Create, yeah, yeah. create that little feud. Yeah, because I saw that lots of the media were like, you know, all Ryder Cup rivals, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, guys, like it's, it's a long. It's way a re- to go. It really doesn't sound it's like it's that go, much of a stretch. Yeah, well, we'll just we'll just put, keep putting fuel on the fire. Mm. Hey, Fitzer, Colin called you dick. Anything <laughs> 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 to say with Colin's comments? Just don't tell him what comments. Oh, I wouldn't want to repeat it, but anything you want to say about it? <laughs> yeah, couldn't repeat them on record now. Yeah, yeah. just be, it would be a bad look for all of us. Yeah, look, that's that's tough. Colin Morgan, he. He was wasn't too far off winning it either. Mark Howe, was he? He finished finished seventh. Yeah, so and they, Matt finished finished tied for fourth. So they're both kind of like oh, okay, they're both and the two shot. They're both a good yeah. shot, good few shots off the off Scheffler and the lead, but well, the two shot penalty on Mark Howe were brought him to what minus four minus fourteen. So, so yeah, just sixth. sixth, just up one spot. No, I think that, but that is going to affect you. I don't care what anyone says. You get any two shot penalty, it's going mentally, it's going to affect you as you're going around. Yeah, but there you go. Don't use this. Don't use the spirit level. Or just do, but just don't be writing it. Like so, apparently, it was like so. The the cat. There's this. Obviously, I don't know the maths, but but there's a formula that you then use 
when you're getting that to so that's what they wrote the mathematical formula into the yardage book which isn't allowed because you gained that information from technology which you're not allowed to do all right there you go there you go there you know we're going to see so many people out now on, on the putting green before we go ahead and play rounds of golf on the weekend with spirit levels. Everyone will be doing I, it. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, that, but, like, cause, but obviously they're allowed to use uh, the yardage gun in practice rounds. Yeah. And are you, allowed, are you allowed to use stuff on, like, are you allowed to use stuff on the greens in practice rounds? Like, could you use the spirit level in a practice round? See, this is where, like, they're allowed to use, so if they do a practice round... And they use the they gun yardages to push mm. it. They can ride it like there's there's apparently no problem with that. Yeah. So what's the, I don't know I don't know the actual difference. I think that's where Colin maybe it's just tournament during tournament like the four days of tournament. Oh, so your caddy because can't go out when someone has to start and start gunning stuff as he's yeah, walking around. because lasers obviously aren't aren't allowed during tournament play. Well, that's that's probably so it is. And then, but I think there was a, that's why Colin Marker was confused because he didn't think he was doing anything wrong. Mm. Uh, oh well. It wasn't like it was a particularly big tournament or anything. No, and like, there's no cut. There was no cut. There's only 20 lads in it. Now, field was pretty stacked. Yeah. Like, I, it's kind of a catch. It's kind of, it's, it's a little catch for me too. It's like, because this, 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 the field was so stacked, you're watching a lot of it. You went and see all the golfers, but there's no cut. Is it a full tournament? Like, Scotty wins and he wins on the best people, but then like, there's a lot of ifs and buts. There's a lot of stuff that it's not. Like, I, I yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like silly season golf for those guys where, like, it is a bit. Like, for them, it's all just an extra paycheck. Chance to make a couple extra hundred grand. The caddies are probably like, this is great. Week in Bahamas, like make a couple of tens of thousands. I'm guarantee you, like, you know, the likes of Billy Foster and the likes of those boys probably brought their wives over and were like, we're in the Bahamas. Yeah, exactly. We'd make this a two-week holiday. Like, this is, this is a nice gig we got going on here. Um, I, mean, also say so that, I don't know how much you can take from it as like serious competition. Yeah, I think the players were probably testing a lot. Like, Tiger was using a brand new driver that no one's ever seen she loved scotty is obviously a brand new putter yeah. so i think if you looked into it i'd say everyone was tinkering with something for the start of next season whether it was a new thing in their swing slightly or a new way to approach something or they were working on something decent just trying to get reps into it as well yeah it's a funny one to always watch that's a more interesting one to watch this time of the year because um like you were saying there are new drivers there are new equipment equipment coming out and so then even going into like next year when we're in like sony and in kapalua the tournament champions um that's when a lot of the manufacturers are going to release new drivers and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun one to watch from that side where guys are always tinkering. And you, if guys match well with a new driver or a new putter or new irons early in that season, you're always like, oh, this guy's going to do very well. I like remember when, when Xander Schauffele won uh, Kapalua with a new driver. Yeah. yeah. Um, he then went, went very hot for a while. And you're like, okay, cool. This, is pretty, this might be a pretty good benchmark for how guys are going to do in that season uh, I remember last sorry this year John Ram did very well he obviously won Kapalua as well um, and he obviously went on to have a really really good year this year as well so it's it's an interesting one to see like at this time of year guys who will gel well with the new equipment how fast they're going to adapt to the new gear and yeah well and, I will have to watch that. Is, that, is that your theory winner of Kapalua has a big a big season yeah that's I'll take that because mm-hmm. the year I'll have, have to have a look at that and one of Johnny's predictions is whoever wins Kapalua is going to be a we're going to be talking about him a lot. Well, Cam Smith won it two years ago and then won the Open in St. Andrews. John Ram won it this year and then became world number one for a brief period. So I'm two for two. Yeah, not bad. I'll take that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll take that. Let's have a look at that. <laughs> um, 
going from one winner then to another dean burmester a uh, friend of the podcast we've obviously had him on the podcast um good chat with him met up with him during the irish open a couple of times before he then went and joined live he made a back-to-back wins on the dp world tour in the last two weeks uh going back to back anywhere i think it has to be i guess you have to you have to really applaud some going back-to-back wins yeah but he also won it in south africa and he's South African. He won the Joburg Open yeah. and the South African Open. So you're you're a good man who likes winning opens. National Why opens wasn't Rory there? That would have been another open for Rory to stick <laughs> in. He would have been the World Open champion. Um, no, yeah, and I, I've said it so many times. But if you win, you're I think, I think wherever your national open, it has to be your fifth major. Um, and I think, as he, I think even he said, Dean said he, he grew up watching it like he remembers mm. being there, watching on TV, remembers being at the golf courses. So like I'm absolutely delighted for me won the the South African Open. I think. Anytime you see someone win their national open, you know it means something a little bit more to them. It's kind of payback to the fans that follow them. It's a yeah, payback sure. to the the country who kind of helped them along along the way in whatever way. So uh, he's also a big like I'm a big South African in inverted yeah, commas yeah. because like so he plays all he plays obviously on on the live tour like we're saying, but he's on the team Singer Golf Club, which is all South Africans. Louis Ustazen himself, Brandon Grace, Charles Swartzel, all South Africans. Their entire team is South African. Proper their, Safras, their, yeah. their colors are all the South African colors as well. Like, yeah, it's um, it's a very very cool. Like that's if I was to support a team, that'd probably be my team. If, if I'm honest with you, um, just all the brews, just all the brews. All the, all the I mean, brews. The, the podcast is pretty big in South Africa. We've had a good few South Africans on the podcast. We have, that, yeah, we have actually a good few uh, South Africans that we kind of have to like. We're gonna we're gonna adopt Stinger Golf Club as our team. I think that should be the Bogeyman's team, Stinger Golf Club. Listen, if they're gonna put on a bry and have if we get some <laughs> jerk, yeah, I'm all in. Okay, very good. Um, so with that, also then uh, he's qualified for the tr- for the Open in Troon, and I think that's, this, that's this is a good big. one. That's yeah. big. I think if you're in Live, qualifying yeah, for majors exactly. is huge for sure. So, like I think like I, I know it's like we're talking about this, but like. You qualify. He does well then in there. He'll get the next. You know what I mean? And it, 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 it's for if you're in live, you have to try and play a little bit of both parties that side yeah. because you're not getting your your WGR points. But as you said, you want to go to live, and I'm like, no other team would, would have no problem. So you go to you go to live. You know exactly what you're doing. You're putting yourself out of shop window, out of those ones. So what you do? Go to the ones you want to play and like those and play well. Yeah. He goes and he he goes back to back wins. And he puts himself back in. So, you know, people are moaning and giving out. Well, the Dean's just gone. Well, I'm I'm doing both of them. I'm yeah, Alfer. I I just there's one back to back to that. I got the I'm best of play. both worlds here. Yeah, I'm going to Royal Troon, and like I'd say, I think he'll probably do well in Troon. I think Troon probably my golf course might suit him as well. It'll be interesting. So they're not like on the other side of that. Obviously, at this at the moment right now, the South African events are kind of they're close hanging with the Sunshine Tour, but the DP World Tour is kind of like all the main field events are over in Australia at the moment. So the ISPS Handa. World um, Australian Open was on. Joaquin Neiman won that. Um, also another live guy. Also yeah. now in the Open with that win. So like, just play the tournaments that you can play in that'll get will qualify you for for the majors. And like, that's that's just the way that like all all these guys have been given out about it about like not getting OWGR points. But like, just play the game to your advantage. Yeah, you know? and like and like it goes back to like I'm not a that's a harsh and say I'm not a big fan of Sergio. He annoys me at times, but. He just, to be fair, tried to qualify. Yeah. To send him work, went and did it. And like, from like we talked about this before, all the accounts, what he's trying to qualify, it meant he was celebrating any yeah. putts he was dropping. No problem. They all knew exactly what they were doing going to it. That was the reason why. That's why you get paid all the money. Yeah. And that's why some people didn't go. That yeah. was the main reason. So there's no point giving out about it now. So I think he's doing exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. I think like there's a funny converse to that, which is obviously there's only 48 guys in the live field. 
Bernd Wiesberger, or a guy that I'm not a big fan of, I call him Bernd Cheeseburger. <laughs> He's now, um, he has gone back to the DP World Tour. So he never resigned his DP, DP World Tour membership. But to get back in, he had to pay all of the like the fines and the sanctions and whatever else to get back in to, to give to DP World Tour because he paid so poorly on, on live this season. He had a two-year contract, paid poorly, lost his team in the qualification relegation thing. And so he was without a home. So he had to pay, like the numbers haven't come out, but I remember when players started missing the, the DP World Tour events, yeah. it was like 100 grand or 150 grand per every event you don't play in. And he's oh played in God. like, because he hasn't resigned his membership. There are like two years worth of events that he hasn't played in. So like now, for like for like not turning up, he got fined. That's yeah. why they the DP World Tour because he hadn't resigned. So he's I th- like, I think he so. didn't turn up to, you know, the one in England. There's he like, there's like 40 the events Spain, he hasn't played. So you're getting yeah. fined, you're getting fined. So like he like I'm like now again I'm 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 pure speculation. I'm sure when he reapplied for membership, they yeah, they, they, they the were table. probably like, yeah, let's, let's come up with a number. Yeah, you pay pay this number and we'll pay it. Well, this was the DP World Tour account just be like, yeah, yeah fly away, come back because then they don't look yeah. right. It doesn't look good on them. Absolutely. So they obviously must have sat around the table and went, well, this is what we're gonna do. And to be honest with you, if it's if it like let's let's just pick like a, like a random let's say it's five million quid. Yeah, just yeah, random. Let's, let's just say yeah. it's five million quid. Yeah. If the DP World Tour goes. We just got an extra five million quid here because, like, fine enough they lost Bernd Wiesberger, not a massive star for them, like a you know a big enough star, but whatever. Yeah. Um, they're like, this is kind of free money for someone that is just back. Yeah. Now you're like, that's I'm not ter- not too disappointed about getting an extra five million quid or whatever the number is. I yeah, yes, yeah. that's, that's good for them. Um, best of the Irish in the Australian Open was Connor Purcell. He came tied for thirty third. He finished top ten of this event last year. He went over to his brother's wedding, right? Okay. And he was over there and he just got in touch with the tournament organizers. He goes, look, I'm over here for my brother's wedding. Play challenge tour. Any chance of an invite? Got the invite. Came like tied for six or something like that. Nice. Uh, and then got the invite back for, for this year. Uh, he obviously plays challenge tour this year. Mark Power also, uh, also then came tied for 42nd. Tom McKibben came tied for 51st. So yeah, Mark Power's a funny one because he obviously doesn't have much real status on the uh, DP World Tour. He <clears> got to the final stage Q school, missed the cut by a shot. That was actually, I tough. felt so tough for him. And like, I don't want to be like, this is a kind of a thing. But the week before, we had Ronan Malarney on and he missed final stage Q school by a shot. And then Mark missed the cut at final stage Q school yeah. by a shot. I think, but it, it weighs out how many times we've had someone on and they've gotten one. That's the, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, been a, this, like, I, I think, I, I actually think I sent you a text a couple of while ago that I was looking through and there was a serious podcast bounce for a while. Yeah, I think we've had so, people, eight people that have come on the podcast have then gone to win. So, yeah, within a week or two after yeah, being on the podcast. I'll take so. that. Um, so yeah, decent enough week for the for the boys down in Australia. Um, and, and even with Tom McKibben, like, I think, the, you don't throw the baby with the bathwater room. Like, he won on DP World. He won, the, in, his he, first he won in his first year. It was all a learning curve. Yeah. Like, Australia, like, whether they, you like it or not, it's a it's different golf there as well. You know, you're, yeah. you're, he's getting used to traveling and stuff. So, I wouldn't be, you know, that wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me or anything. Like, I'm not worried about Tom Kipper's all. He's still a baller. Um, and I think that there's a lot coming for, for from, from those three lads, especially. This, there's so, the potential is so high for them. Yeah. Tom, for me, will be, will be in the contender for obviously every year we do the the Bogeyman Awards. He be in the in the mix there for Rookie of the Year. I think when it comes to Rookie of the Year, there's only really 
one winner, winner but he's he's going to get an honourable mention, Tommy Kevin. So we should actually start putting our list together. We do it because I like. Well, I think especially we need to argue against each other every time we uh, we have something. I, I'll try and come up with now something to argue against it, just so Tom feels like he earns it. Oh, okay, know? right, right. So um, the categories are. We'll, we'll start thinking about this, and we'll probably do next week's podcast on it as we get into Christmas. Um, this podcast went out on the twenty second December last year when we announced the winners. So we'll probably do it a little bit earlier. So the categories are men's golfer of the year, Cameron Smith won for twenty twenty two. Okay. Women's golfer of the year, Lydia Ko won that for twenty twenty two. Rookie of the year, Lynn Grant won that. That's fair. She won she won the on the she won the Scandinavia mix and won four times on the NET. Yep. That's that's fair enough. Tournament of the year was the open at St Andrews. Yeah, yeah, that's right. a, that's that was a good one. Uh, villain of the year was a combination of PGA Tour and Live Golf. So we made them jo- uh, Jay Monahan and Greg Norman. They they tied as villain yeah. villain of the year. They could share that. They could share that trophy. So I'm sure we'll kind of for six months. You're the one for yeah. the next six months. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. They were they were the four. There are four five five categories. Yeah, we'll, one, we'll, two, we'll three, have to we'll have to have four, a look at that. Five. I think there's a couple of other categories we, we could throw in there. We might have to go and have a like what a podcast just a discussion. We're like. So it easily be the surprise of the year, or you could have like you know the put of the year. I think there's like there's like, you could have a few put of the year. Yeah, you could have you could have Irish female amateur of the year, male Irish amateur of the year. Okay, yeah, we'll do amateur you, you of the know, year. You, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Something like that. You could have a yeah. There's a there's a couple more you could do. A moment, even just moment of the year. So we would do like Irish golfer of the year, professional. We're having a discussion on the podcast here, but we need to get yeah, put out. So we need to have a little, a little list, whatever, and then and yeah. then I, th- I think I think what you get is in special. You can have a little nominee for two. You can have a nomination. So you have a winner. And you have a special mention. Okay. Yeah. So we'll here's what we'll do. We'll do those five, right? Yeah. And then we'll do men's and women's professional golf of the year. Okay. I- Irish, professional or amateur? We'll do our professional first. Okay. Yeah. And then do men's and women's Irish amateur. Okay. Of the year. Yeah. And we'll have those four voted on. We'll do it on like Twitter and, oh, and nice. Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. and get people okay. to vote on that. Um, to be honest with you, like professional female golf for the years is going to be Leona. <laughs> like it's just clearly going to be Leona. Uh, what what other female like Livia's had a decent year? She was she, fine year, but she didn't win. No, she didn't win. But Stephanie Meadow had a decent year, didn't win. Leona was on a winning Solheim Cup team and yeah. won on the LPGA Tour. The Solheim Cup kind of is a kicker. It's like come on, it's it's like the female professional golfer. Award is just the Leona Maguire Award for the moment. I, I those 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 are the two are are, are going to hit hit for him though. Yeah, and there's more coming up, but until they do better than her, like, yeah, it just seems a bit of a cop does it? It kind of does, it's, but yeah. like it's like when Tiger's winning you know, Player of the Year. So, oh, Grace, don't bother. Just give it a yeah. But I'll, I'll come up with something. I'll, okay. come up, I'll try and come up with something to argue. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, the amateur one will be will be very interesting because obviously we've had a very very good year when it comes to amateur golf, yep. uh, men's and women's this year. So that'll be good. That'll be very very interesting. There's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of talk about the golf ball rollback. It was announced uh, or hinted at. It wasn't even announced. This hasn't been announced yet. By the way, no, 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 no concrete. How are you kite they throw? Is that that's what it's called it. in political sense. Mm. So. It has been rumored or alleged that the RNA and USGA are going to announce a golf ball rollback, which will be universal across the board for everyone. Um, I'll, I'll start off with my personal feelings okay. on this, and then uh, we'll just go into like the so we'll go in, we'll go into some facts yeah. after, after we we lay out my my opinions. I mean, when this first came out, I 
I first was in was pro bifurcation. I was just like, yeah, look, you know, we don't really hit the same drivers as those guys anyway. You know, what they do to their wedges and irons, like putting the lead on them and stuff like that. We just don't do that. Like, we just, we don't. We get custom fit for clubs, but we get custom fit from, like, the consumer market. Right? What, what McGurk's and Halpenny have, we get from there. We don't have three yeah. lads sitting there watching everything, tailing every single thing. Like, the Tiger Woods thing, and here's 12 drivers. Oh, there's more glue on that one. Like, it's... it's for sure. We're not in that kind of... And, I mean, obviously, you and I are in a very different situation where we have, like, Callaway rep in our phone book that we can call for gear yeah. but even that and he's not turning around going yeah lads here have this like, come you know, to the kingdom yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll make sure you're That's Taylor, mate. don't be doing don't be saying that man Taylor, come on man you're better than that <laughs> um, he's not going to be calling us and be like yeah look you know come on here try this stuff out we got this from the tour now I mean they're all like every manufacturer is going to turn around and go no 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 what you guys play with the tours are also no not but it's like even like even the football jerseys that the the pros wear it's not the same football jerseys you buy in lifestyle sports yeah for sure they're, they're different they're different cut they're different materials that's Absolutely. Just, and that's just the way it is so personally i always felt that bifurcation would lead to what i called unification which would be that yeah the tour players will will play their tour called tour ball but then where does that line get get where, where do you draw that line do do like corn fairy tour Challenge tour guys, deep world tour guys, they're all obviously going to play this new ball, this bifurcated ball. But then, like, what are the Walker Cup guys going to do? What are the guys who play college golf going to do? Those elite amateurs, like, they're also going to want to play the the, the tour ball because a lot of those guys have ambitions to turn professional. So they're going to play that ball. Or we're we're comparing them to them anyway. Like, the minute we see our top-rate amateur, the first thing we do is, like, okay, let's compare with the pros. Absolutely. If if we're going, well, we can't make it out because they're different balls. Yeah, I get your point. So then those same college golfers are also going to be playing, let's take it to an Irish perspective, they're going to be playing in the north, the south, the close. They're going to be playing in in those amateur championships. But so are, like, scratch golfers. So are they going to play the old non bifurcated golf ball or are they going to play the golf like there were so many like where do you draw the line yeah. is the question because then also like you and I will play golf with a lot of scratch, scratch golfers and you know not competitively no. but you'd be like well you know we'll try that ball out we'll get that one and go and then eventually I, I always felt that naturally that by it would just it would just filter down and then yeah, the other okay. balls would come out of circulation and we'll all just play that golf ball yeah. because like my wife's granddad who's 87 plays golf doesn't know a fuck between a rollback golf ball and a non-bifurcated golf ball. He knows the white and the yellow ones. That's it. Like, <laughs> like we were playing, we were playing golf there the other week with a, with a member in, in Alcana. He picked, he found some golf balls in the bushes, picked them up and then was playing them on the next tee. Like these are guys who were playing with golf balls who were like scuffed when you we're still playing lake balls, yeah. you know? Like, what are we doing giving out about golf ball being rollback? There are a million reasons why you and I don't hit a golf ball as far or as straight. And it's nothing to do with the golf ball. Before we even look at why the golf ball is rollback. It's just like, we're still trying to find the center of the face. Yeah. And I think we should all really just start looking at that before we go, oh, don't, don't roll my golf ball back. It's like the Americans and guns. It's like, th- that's how animated people are. Don't take my guns. Don't take my 15 yards away. You're like, oh, come on, man. Like, well, but also, we, 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 all, giving out about? we all hit rollback golf balls all the time anyway. At driving ranges. Yeah. They're not full golf balls. Oh. So you don't hit them over fences. So like, I think that like people got, I think you were right. People get so animated about this and yeah. they've gone so far. The biggest thing I found is where like, the reason for this is so so we don't lose St. Andrews as a golf course. Yeah. 
if you're telling me we have to play with everyone's played with different golf ball, so we can still play St Andrews where the history of golf is for wherever, and we get to change golf ball. Doesn't yeah. matter. And it doesn't have to be as dramatic as St. Andrews. Like, obviously, like, now the 17th hall, the road hall of St. Andrews is now across the road. Yeah. And, like, that's that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. But, like, like look at look at the K-Club, you know? Harrington made that point if the, as well. If the K-Club wants to continue hosting the Irish Open, like, something realistically does need to be done to protect the golf course. And, like, Ireland's a funny example in this anyway because... We actually live on a land, this is getting to a very different argument, but we have a finite number of golf courses that can actually host tournaments. We've got we've gone through this before about yeah. how Lynx golf clubs don't want to host tournaments. So you're kind of re- like resigned to using certain golf clubs. Obviously, you know, War CD is hosting this year and, mm. and that's a, that's kind of an exception. There's a lot of few golf courses. You can listen to that podcast already. We spoke to the, guy, the general managers from golf clubs, top five ranked Lynx golf courses in the country and why they don't want to host Irish Opens so to protect places that do want to host them like the K Club or like I mean Juliet hosted there recently Gal Gormich hosted it recently like there's already so many tea boxes that you can add on and it doesn't have to be you know a St. Andrews it can it, you know this is a problem for, for golf clubs everywhere um, I think if you want to make up 10 yards or 15 yards like go to the gym go work on mobility like we play there on Friday we didn't hit a single practice shot no, we didn't warm up. We didn't do and any we, mobility. And we were still moaning when we both when we hit tee shots. We're like, oh. so like <laughs> a little bit of like responsibility, self responsibility needs to be taken on the part of these people who are like, no, don't take my golf ball distance away. Right? But I, it was like, like you just do, but like you're looking for the technology to do the work for you. And poor Carrington had a really good Twitter thread on this. Yeah, very good actually. Really, really thoughtful. Conci- it wasn't concise at all. It was really long, but it was but very it, thoughtful. It, it was in like, it reminded like. Harrington's tweet reminded me of something. It was, um, I remember this thing with Jose Marino when he was, was coaching the Champions League and they were talking about the away goals rule and it was brought in to stop teams playing at home and just sitting on the defense playing the counter. So they said, right, you get two goals for the away goals rule, whatever. And they were, yeah. Apparently they were at a conference and all the coaches were getting up and this and that and this and that. And then Marino stood up and said, uh, I really like how you just coach your teams differently when you're away from home and home. It was he's like I just I did cope with the actual coaching process of trying to score two goals and what it means. I completely flipped the argument on his head. Mm. So do the same thing here. Yeah, flip it the argument on his head and go, okay, but it's all relative. You're like Rory is still going to be the biggest hitter. That's it. If if <laughs> everyone's going back fifteen going yards, back. so it's fine. Like I mean, you and I have like we we, we all are addicted to this distancing. Uh, we played, and I'll tell you exactly one. I can't remember what hole it was on. I think it was the ninth. You hit a, f- a four iron. Uh, I hit a five iron. Mm. And I got up and I was three yards ahead of you. And I was all chirping up, three yards ahead of you. Oh, bigger, look up, Johnny, smash it bigger, smash it bigger. And you just went, and we were having this banner. And then you put one in the middle of the green light, and I put it left of the green. It makes no difference. Mm. We're all obsessed with this. We're all obsessed with this distance. But it's not going to make it like. At the moment, we have like we're looking on the TV and go, oh, 320 yards. You and I don't even hit three twenty yards. No. So we hit a two fifty. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if our drives. I, 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 like you probably know your drives better, but in the distance more than me. But I mean, let's say you hit a two fifty. If we go and play tomorrow and you max out and you hit a two twenty, doesn't make that much difference. If yeah. even it comes back to two hundred, it doesn't make a difference. It's just it's straight away. Everyone's numbers will change, and that'll be the end of it. Within a year. Everyone will go, Do you can you imagine we were using those old golfers? How ridiculous to pe- like it's already got ridiculous yeah. on the PGA tour. The lads yeah, are hitting Tiger Tiger Woods hitting a golf ball three hundred and seventy yards is stupid. Like it makes no sense. 
Like it, it, and the, the everyone, it's all going to be relative. Like, and it, I shared this thought in the car. If someone turned around tomorrow and said, uh, "Oh, we've just realised every golf ball that was made in the last 10, 15 years, there's actually something illegal in it, so we cannot use it. That's why it's going so far." Everyone go, "Oh, it makes so much sense. That's why they're flying." Yeah, but it, it's it's also the easiest thing to change because what well, we all change drivers. Oh, drivers' heads are too big. We're going to have a smaller driver head. Everyone has to buy a new driver. Like. That's mm. not realistic. It, it's always going to happen with technology that the next thing is we're going to push push the boundaries. Like like Ted Ray or John Daly, if you hand them, if you put John Daly in his peak, hand him your paradigm yeah, driver, yeah, also yeah. to firm with a brand new Chrome softball, the thing would be like 450. Yeah. Does, does that make John Daly better than it was before? No, he's still exactly the same player. Ted Ray, Bobby Jones, you like the technology isn't changing the player it's just adding I think it's just changing numbers yeah that's true because the lads still hit out the middle John Daly could have a, a frozen baguette and still hit it <laughs> off the tee and hit it in the middle it doesn't change so it's it's literally it's all numbers wise in our heads yeah look I think yeah we're a lot of people are going to disagree with us on that good that, like that's that's the whole point I, I to me I, I think it's badly needed like and I said to save the likes of St Andrews to save Harrington said in his tweet it saves a lot of Dublin courses that yep. we love to play that's mm-hmm. becoming oh you can't hit driver here hit an iron like that's ridiculous when you're standing in a golf course going sorry guys don't hit driver on here because it's par four but there's this danger and you'll do this and it's not golf then yeah it's like going to a pitch and push and lads don't hit anything higher than a nine iron here guys because pitch and push it's not golf yeah no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so yeah, I listen. I I welcome our new bifurcated golf world. I think uh, uh, Brad and uh, from Callaway and a few other people may not be too too pleased about that. But also, like, th- there is like the financial side of it. I'm sure actually the Callaway guys have looked into this, and uh, they're probably, probably a, have a plan. They have a plan. They but I, I imagine I imagine the OEMs, the manufacturers, will or have had words with the USGA and the RNA being like. We can't take the financial hit to do the R&D on a tour ball and a public golf ball. We can take the hit on the R&D on a new golf ball because we release a new Chromesoft and Chromesoft X every year. We release a new yeah. Pro V, Pro V1 every year. We do that R&D anyway, so we can just do that R&D on the new Chromesoft 24, 25, whatever it's going to be. Um because if they did have the two ball, tour, the two balls, the tour ball, yeah, the it, it, ball, it, it would cripple the it, company. It, point of view. it would have crippled the company, but it also means that we would have been the ones taking the hitting that because golf balls are already like 50, 60 quid. Could you imagine if someone turned around and goes, Oh, it doesn't golf balls, 75 euro? I'd be like, You can fuck off, yeah, but also, like, it's probably smart. Like, they've like, the place have got warehouses full of golf balls, and you can't just all of a sudden overnight, uh, they're all done, lads. Sorry, yeah. what? Uh, so there'd be, there'd be no river balls for lads to buy, as you said, the lad there didn't care what he was using. Because there's no nothing in the river. Because the slow process makes a lot more sense. And like as you said, the top amateurs they don't lose balls anyway. So yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure they can. <laughs> That's buy. just us. It's just us <laughs> who lose it and then have to go buy new ones. Those lads aren't buying like balls every week. No. They, they use the same one until it's really scuffed and done. Okay, grand. They, you know, so it's not going to crucify the the top uh, the top amateur lads really. No, not at all. Um, moving on. So it's been a couple of weeks. Also, we didn't do a podcast last week, but it's been a couple of weeks of some big headlines. The biggest one uh, for me is this one. We, Luke Donald's getting two more years as Ryder Cup, your you, team, you, your captain. You, and did I'm say this, and I, you did say this a while ago, and I, I didn't think it was going to happen. So to be fair to you, you were right. A lot of people said it, this wasn't going to happen. Um, 
But yeah, look, he's going to be captain for the 2025 Ryder Cup at Bethpage Black. I think that's also really good because it's it's going to be pretty much the same team. Justin Rose might go from a player to a vice captain. Um, and there will be a younger lad in there, maybe like maybe like your Morong, who, who will now have had a full year and a half on the PGA Tour. It could be Rasmus Hogard, oh, yeah, yeah. who was obviously part of the backroom staff for this yeah, Ryder Cup team. This is a team that I think could do very, 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 very well in America, particularly with the amount of guys moving over now. Like Bob McIntyre is going to play in the PGA Tour. Uh, Nikolai Hogarth is going to play in PGA Tour. Avery is playing PGA Tour. Hovland, Rory, Ram. Like it's a for yeah. a, for a Ryder Cup that's going to be in the states. This is this is great. You're going to get you're going to get so much access to a to to US Sog off, and it's not going to be a Beth Page like we saw at the US Open a couple of years ago, where the rough is rough is really long, and they're going to have tuck pins because that's not how the US type team likes to likes to play. This is going to be cut back rough pins in the middle of the greens because that's how the US team like sets up their golf courses to to win. Um I think it's gonna be really good. I think having that cohesiveness for two terms. The consistency. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, mean, they, I suppose the consistency as well as Luke knows the players already so Absolutely. well. So now it's going okay, this is what we and just and then yeah. you're just slowly just tinkering things. But I keep with it, it's a long time so forget it looks as Luke kind of jumped on because Stenson was off, right? So, yeah. so let's say he did it. He did it. This is kind of he's in a three year stint, didn't you? Four years is a long time for someone to go, I will do that job twice or four years. Now, the problem, I think, if you had, we, we have a lack of captains. Mm-hmm. I think if you offered Polter, if Polter hadn't gone to live and you went four years, he would have loved it. Westwood, four years because their careers are, are declined. So I think yeah. it's good insofar as it gives those lads, like, if Polter was still around, around, he's not going to be winning major stuff on the Deep Tour or the PGA Tour but it would have given him four years to go I want to play I'm going to talk to these lads it yeah. gives him the lease of life builds so a relationship yeah it builds a relationship so I think that's that's a that's a positive thing with it being four years but it is a long stint for, yeah for, for sure to, 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 to accept into yeah um, I will say that the away Ryder Cups the captain has so much less to do you know yeah, like it's it, true it, it, and also it's very helpful that the fact that he has this relationship with his team now. And realistically, like I said, it's not going to change. One or two people might change. It'd be very different if it was a team in transition where like six people were, were leaving and six were coming in. Whereas like, like you're, you're, you're 10 realistically, yeah. you're, you're 10 and they're going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's your core. So there's a lot less for him to have to do this time around. Like there's not going to be any core setup stuff that he can do because they don't, they don't look after that. Like, um, so, what, it's a little bit easier. What happens if from his perspective? What happens if someone signs up for the four years and has a dreadful first Ryder Cup and the players hate him? Yeah. yeah. Then do you pull the old business card of he's sick, he's gonna He's gonna step away for step personal away reasons. For personal yeah. re- like and then we all know you got fired. Whereas you know, that's also a little longer. Like I mean, with the Watson and Phil. But that happens in Watson but that happens in sport. Like, that happens it in does, football yeah. all the time. It does. Like managers get sacked. That's professional sport. Yeah. And that's just, that's the long and short of it. Um, so he'll be, he'll be the, the first repeat captain since Bernard Gallagher. Did it in 91, 93 and 95. Um, he's going to be looking to become only the second captain to lead Europe to victories, both home and away. Tony Jacklin had achieved this in um, Muirfield Village in 1987. If you want to know more about that, listen to our podcast with Des Smith. He speaks about it. Um, that was amazing. That 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 whole year was just that was wild. Um, I think I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be great. There are rumors circulating, a couple of rumors going around. This move to a 
two tournament term is looking like it's going to be a thing. So you're going to get a home and then an away captaincy okay. uh, for for from a European perspective. I'm not sure about the US side. Obviously, they look after their own stuff. But the idea behind it being a home Ryder Cup first is the odds of you winning a home Ryder Cup are way higher than yeah. away, as we've always seen, seen for the last 14 years. Yeah. So the idea is that you get a home one first, figure it all out. You know, Chances are you'll get your win. And then anything that didn't work... You, you can change. change and reapply it to do the you, away ones. Do, do you think Harden's looking at this going, oh, that really would have suited me? I think that would have, yeah. I think, I think he's probably thinking he's going, oh, lads, why? Yeah, <laughs> doing me dirty. Or maybe Harden, Harden could have brought this idea as well. Like, I think, yeah, like, obviously, talk was. behind Harden was like, because there's a big one knowing you're taking the USA, and he was like, I'm happy about it or whatever. And you've always said it's. Harden wasn't a bad captain. We just no. came up against an unbelievable US team. In the US. Yeah. And I, I think, like, that's. That's tough to take. I think that no one has ever, no one has said anything bad about Harrington oh. after that. So there was like a very good captain. No, um, Gray McDowell did, gave a really good interview, um, actually before this Ryder Cup. Uh, Gray McDowell was talking to John Hogan on the Talking Golf podcast. It's again back in August, but he said the same thing pretty much. He was like, "Like Pork wasn't a bad captain. He was a great captain. He did really well. He'd done his stint as as vice captain a lot." He just came up against like the best US Ryder Cup team in history. And like, that's, that's that's a tough one to take. You just gotta take that loss. Yeah, but on paper he's a bad captain because he lost. Generally, like when yeah. when looking at results, even like, you know, it that's so I think he'll he'll probably go, I think I kind of probably would he want another crack at it if he gets home and away? Or is he I think not. I think I think I think he'd want to, I think yeah. you're burned if you like lose and and yeah. try and go back for another one. I think it's I think it's way easier to go, I want another crack, I want to go two for two rather than I want to try and redeem myself here because I think then people would look at it as oh, you're yeah. making this about yourself, which is not what this is about. Oh, fair, that's fair. Maybe. But yeah, so then kind of in conjunction with that two tournament term rumor is that we're never going to see Westwood, Poulter, Garcia as captains. I know. and I'd love to see Poulter as captain for the entertainment value. Yeah. Because whoever, it doesn't matter, you put any American, he just... He just say something. He'd cause a relay. whether that would be good for Europe or like I, I don't know. Like do you know, would it would have put a target in the backs? But I just think entertaining by him in a press conference. You know everything he's done throughout a cup. I'll deliver my point. It just rubs people the wrong way. For entertainment value, he would be. It would he would be box office. Yeah, yeah. And that's a shame. We're not gonna. We're probably not gonna see that. Yeah, it is. It is a shame. But let's stick with the let's stick with the team we have. The captain we have, Luke Donald. He was great. I loved him. I think he Luke's did, great. Like yeah. Luke, Luke demands a lot of respect. We spoke about this before before the Ryder Cup. Now he's a former world number one. He's a player. Like he's winning captain now. So that's it. Like he's. he's I think, but I think that, as you said, the team he created, the players he has, he made the right decisions. They all liked what he was trying to do. Yeah. It's now and it's it's different. Now we're going away, lads. That's it. It's yeah. it's a completely different setup because we're we're going into the Lions Den to go try win this, keep retain it. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all great when the captain does a good job, though. That's, Do you know what I mean? That's and true. you know, so they just it, 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 even though there's the two terms, it would worry me if someone does as uh, a Tom Watson film and thing because there's no way back then for the next year. And then it's but so Europe's obvious. not like that. Like Europe doesn't stab their captains in the back because I think. Like if you look at the history of it, we've we've always been like we're here fighting well, against the big bad yeah, USA. People weren't happy with Darren Clark as captain. Yeah, that's that's true enough, all right. And you know, but no one spoke publicly. Yeah, no one said it publicly, but. but I think that's the thing. It's like the one thing. I think I, it, it, yeah, but it's the it's the silence tells you. Yeah. Because everyone after Harrington was like, he's great. Like don't like it's nothing to do with that. Whatever. The old players. So, I just 
Now again, entertainment value, you could have the same thing again where you're going, <laughs> this guy's not doing another term. Oh, okay. Fire the captains. So, I mean, like look like I said, like I said before, it happens in every other sport. Yeah. So it's gonna have to start happening. It's gonna start happening golf. Um we played a match as we kind of alluded to now a couple of times on Friday. We filmed it. That's gonna be coming out as two YouTube videos uh, over the next couple of weeks. It'll be coming over the kind of the Christmas period. But we were given two new putters from Callaway Odyssey uh, after the launch of the Odyssey AI-1 and the AI-1 milled face range. Um, we, we spoke about this all last week about the whole, the biggest thing that their R&D found yeah, was, and was the tech and getting, getting closer to the ball meant uh, controlling distance and controlling ball speed. Um, we, we put that to the test now uh, on Friday. We won't, we won't say who won. But it was a good match. It went, uh, went to 17, went to 17 green. Um, the, putter, the putters came into it. The putters, the, like, it really made a big difference. It. Like, there was a lot of putts. We were, like, we, we, we always have this joke that, like, in golf, people, you're playing with your mate, and, like, you want him to play really well, and then when he, like, he, he hits one off a tee into the shit, you're like, oh, oh. yeah, great drive. Which, like, I'm so, like, you're sort of like, you're not. I don't, like, I want you to play well, but I want to beat you. If that yeah. means you put it in the water, put it, I'll put it in the water. So there was a lot of times where there was however putts, and one of us made a big one, a really good shot, and it's just this delighted that you managed to hold yeah. that 17 footer that's great like thrilled for you yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so happy for you <laughs> <laughs> your Molinari impersonation yeah. yeah i am so happy for you uh but yeah really really good match it was it was tight and just i think the putter made a big difference to me i think you were shocked at some puts i made because i think you know i'm very nervous even over three footers four footers and i leave things short and I think if you just go inside, you're actually putting really well. It was really annoying. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. And I think that was, <laughs> was down really to me annoying. having a really, really good putter in my hands. So the whole point of it was like the, these putters were a little bit heavier than what we, we'd had previously. Um, and the whole research and design and the AI that's gone into these putter heads is about getting the golf ball to the hole. Or if you get it to the hole, not rocketing it past. It's uh, it, it's really, really good for kind of distance control and ball speed. And, and yeah, that putting absolutely came into it. We we played all Connor, played eighteen holes. As uh, we two nine hole videos, it was good. Like, but like you're also striking the golf ball very well. Like, so Michael, for anyone that doesn't know, plays off eighteen. Although I only gave him eight shots, uh, so like it was it was very very good. I it was, I it's played. Very, it's very tight, mm. you know, because we like uh, it was very very tight. Yeah, it was. It was great fun though. It, it was, was, very it was good really fun. good fun. And it was, it was, I haven't played like, and obviously could, we get a camera out, and I, I obviously you want to beat me, I want to beat you. It was a little bit competitive, and there were mm. certain times I felt. Johnny's I am gone. so competitive, man. But it was like Johnny's gone quiet here. You know, we were walking out this side of Ferris, going, "Okay, we're in a match," and then like we'd forget we're in a match, we're having a bit of banter, or whatever. And then it was like, yeah, uh, yeah. Suddenly you're on the green again. You're like, oh, "What are you going for?" Oh, I'm going for this. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're hearing how many? Or then or the, and and another shot. That was the beauty because I'm so, so bad good. at getting shots. So like you'd have to remind me. We'd both be in the fair. You'd be like, "You have a shot here, and you have a shot here." And I'd be like, "Oh, grand! I just put one club away and I take <laughs> another club." That one I had, had you for a shot. You're listening. They're going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that was that was because like you're not an 18 handicap. I'm not not giving anything away in the match, but like you're just not. You know, I know. Now you're 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 17. You're playing off 17 now. Yep. Um, but even then, like for my money, you're you're like, you're 13. You're, you're a 13 handicap. Bear in mind, like, Michael does not play nearly as much golf as I do. No. Michael, Michael does not practice or go to the range. No. Like, you have a full-time job 
and a family that and you, that two you kids, take so care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if I text you on a Wednesday, I'd be like, oh, do you want to go to the range? You're like, uh, I'm bedtime. doing homework. I'm yeah. doing homework and <laughs> baths. And, so, yeah. so no, mate. I'm not going to be going, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go do an hour. Like, if, if you were able to commit to, like, lessons every two weeks or something like that, just for, like, an hour yeah. down the road, because you live just around down, down the road from O'Connor, you would be single figures. I, I, like, I'd love like to get single figures no, at some no, stage. No question about it. Like, we we were saying that, and I was saying this to you during the golf, during the match, that for some reason right now at the moment, I am just not swinging as fast as I know I can. I'm, like, holding it back a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I 100%. Like, it's when you said it to me, I went, oh, my God, you're you're so right. Like, your drives and everything, it's like you're swinging at, like, 60%. It's like I'm swinging, swinging it's almost like I'm swinging scared, which is... Which is a really weird one. Basically, I've this is my theory. I think I've gotten fat and slow. <laughs> and I, I so I put I've put on a little bit of weight, put on a few pounds because I've been going to the gym as much recently. Uh, and I think that that is combined with my diet being shit. Realistically, I think that has resulted in me swinging it slower or just kind of swinging within myself for some reason or another. I I've no idea, but I wasn't keeping up with you off the tee. Obviously, now you used to play with us at three wood. And and I'd be a little bit ahead of you, but if you can, if you caught your three wood, you'd be you'd hit a country mile. You nearly won a long drive to contest with your three wood, which is like <laughs> a massive flex. So I gave you my old driver, and now I just I don't have a, I don't have a chance. I'm not within ass's roar of you. Like you're just hitting it so so well, and you're swinging smooth. And I'm just like, what's going on here? And, and the, but there's been times we've and been this on, is not the golf ball's problem. No, it's like my problem. The, but there's been times we've been on trackmans. Even months ago, we've been on trackmans and we've been playing whatever. And, you know, after a warm-up and after we've played, you start to go and smash it. And you're actually further than me. And straight. And straighter, by a good bit. So, yeah. like, I think there's definitely something, it's, something there. It's interesting. And I think that that, like, that's, like, swinging easy off the tee has kind of now started to see. Do you think it's going to be, like, flexibility even, maybe? Do you I, think th- I think it's a, a combination of, of all of it, to be honest with you. I, I, don't, I don't know. Because then also that, that starts to seep into my irons and my wedges where, like, now I'm almost like decelerating on on iron wedge, iron shots and wedges because it's almost as if I want to be seen as like swinging smooth and like having like an Ernie L's tel- tempo type of a swing, yeah. and then I'm just catching like irons and wedges heavy, and I'm just like, what is happening here? Whereas when like I go after it a little bit more, hit it nice, yeah, it's a bit more spinny, whatever, it's fine, I can handle that. But like but the golf anyway. But the golf like, going where I want it to go. But then. like you're very straight anyway. Even when you go hit, so even if it is spinny, you're not. Like off you're, the planet, you're not spin. off the planet. Yeah, like the reason absolutely. I swing slow is because I'm off the planet. Like, yeah. So I, I've, I've set us up with this, with this program, both of us. Yes. For this program, uh, and we're calling, it, we're going to call it off season or winter training. We'll come up with the title for it, but we, it's going to be a podcast and video series where we're teaming up with Mossy Landman. Mossy is a strength and conditioning coach and a physio for the Dublin hurling team, for Paul McBride on Challenge Tour, Nal Carney on Challenge and DP World Tour. Uh, a bunch of, of professional golfers uh, on a number of tiers, as well as obviously elite elite hurling players and elite athletes kind of just across the board. Uh, and so we are going to be checking in with him on this Wednesday, so two days from now, getting like our initial assessment. We're going to we're going to record it all, have a podcast with him afterwards, and he will set our baseline and be like, "This is this is what your numbers are at. This is what he's got six and just new te- new technology that he has that he's brought in." Um, like this is where your numbers are at. This is where you're swinging at. This is where your mobility is. This is where your strength is. 
this is where I want you to get to. And over the next... This is why you've, you've no hamstrings. You can't touch your toes. For yeah. sure. Great. I can't, I can't wait to be told all this. So over the, <laughs> over the next three months, uh, we're basically going to be checking in with him once a month, but he's going to be giving us homework as well. Uh, so we're going to have to, like, whether it's homework or, it's, or just, like, going for runs or whatever. Obviously, no idea what it is yet because we haven't done the assessment. But we're going to have homework now over the next three months, whether it's just, like, lose weight, get stronger, get more mobile, or just learn to swing faster. We're going to be checking in with him. I think I, th- I think it's also pretty cool that like you know obviously he he's done stuff with with Dublin GA or hurling and he's he's done team sports, but he's also got experience of golfers. So he's like a plus one golfer as well. Like he's a very very good golfer in yeah. his own right. You know, I mean, you, you could, like I think especially people probably like if you're a golfer, you could go to a personal trainer and you know they could build you for a rugby team. Like the, sure, the, you know, a rugby player is different to a swimmer is different mm. to a footballer. So the fact that he Mossy's got this information on okay for a golfer. This is what this is what you need. This is what you need, and that's. Yeah. that's I don't think like he's going to turn us into Tiger Woods in in three months. But I think it would be really cool to get an idea of what workouts Rory kind of goes into. What yeah. What the lads are trying trying to do, or even the the lads he's working with at the moment, what they're trying to do and challenge to her, how they're trying to you know what speed work they're doing, mm. what it makes I think makes a difference would be pretty cool. Yeah. So the um yeah the the fat and slow campaign begins this week, which is gonna be great. I'm just before Christmas. Great. Well, <laughs> look, I mean, there's no better time. And I'm like you know, I'm going to be in Abu Dhabi as I've kind of spoken about <laughs> a number of times in the podcast. But I'm going to be in a hotel, so every day I've got access to the gym. So I'm going to take that very, very seriously. I'm obviously playing golf over there a couple of days. So those are the two days I probably won't go to the gym. But every other day, I'm just like, right, I'm going to get my gym session in. Get here. the picture of Tiger, put him on the fridge, him with his back backwards cap, the sunglasses, the guns out. Johnny will come back from a W with a tan. <laughs> He's absolutely jacked. Do you remember that? Like smashing the golf ball past me. This is years ago. Rory did that like men's health shoot where he did a shirtless one because obviously Rory was a pudgy little boy when he came out on tour first. Yeah. You'd be like, right, let's go, like let's fucking go hell for leather at this. Obviously, I'm not saying we will, but if if I can if I can catch up with you after so after tea, um, and just be kind of just more more athletic in general. That'd be, that'd be a massive win for me. And again, like, listen, what we'll do is we're going to be checking in with Mossy on the podcast each month. Um, so he'll be able to give our pro- our, our progress, or our reports, give us a grades and stuff like that. But we'll also as well, we'll get these these workout routines or whatever it is, the exercises that he's given us. And we'll put them out on our socials and, and everywhere. So that if you want to do it as well, that you know over over winter you can do a little bit of training yeah like right. just 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 go along and do it as well Especially with us because I, like I think the, the flex i think we're pretty fl- reflective of, of yeah, yeah I don't know, like i think that the whatever he gives us with regards to to speed training for swings but also the flexibility he goes well listen as if your hips are here whatever if you can we work on this i think people might go oh well something i can just do at home just yeah. to, and if it gets you five yards you know if you feel more comfortable swinging it then happy days absolutely especially um, when we roll our golf ball back we're all and you're gonna have to try we're gonna have to try and get those 10 yards five yards back exactly yeah. uh i think what would be very fun to finish off that campaign with though is if we have like an event that we are trying to play in to show like how the the training that we've been doing how, okay, yeah, will yeah. we'll, we'll improve our golf so well, i don't know we might go, might play in like an irish golfer event or something like yeah, that yeah that'd, that'd be pretty one cool, of those yeah. ones and um just try and so the, try and, try and the road to carton house or the road the road to mount juliet or something we could call it and have it as a <laughs> and uh we tell irish golfer we're this is our aim we're coming yeah for lads, this so we're, we're going to film on this is our road here. this is our road to avi dabby or whatever race the race to uh race the carton the, the race the carton the race to port marnock or whatever would be pretty cool oh yeah we can do that so yeah that'll be fun um like i said it's kind of come from the fact that i'm just like jesus i've become a bit of a, a mess of a human being <laughs> um 
And so, yeah, I'm just, it's the ego thing, isn't it? What we were talking about, where people like to be driving the golf ball further. And but it's even like even we, when we play, like you, I think everyone can contest to this. You stand up on a par three, and what have you got? Uh, I'm going to hit a six. What are you going to hit? Yeah, I'm going to hit a seven. You're thinking, oh, shit, I'm, I've got a four iron here. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. And it happens all that. There's nothing to do. It's like, oh, I want to be able to hit my nine iron the same way. Someone's like, I'm just going wedge. You're like, shit, because I've got an eight iron here. Yeah, yeah. And it makes no difference because, you know, but it's everyone wants to be hitting it that far yeah it's very true right um we've gone through a good bit there a lot a lot of golf talk a lot of things coming up we have our video from the jameson golf links with paul mccanny coming out in the next week or so um that'll be coming out very soon and then obviously this match video will be coming out and then we have like i said playing golf in abu dhabi with amy condon and thomas gracie so i'll be playing matches against them so you can just watch me lose a lot of golf <laughs> when i'm over but in the abu weather dhabi. might the weather might suit you you might be like tiger maybe it's the cold maybe weather that's it I'm a, you just I'm need a warm heat. weather golfer you're a warm weather golfer you need the heat send me to the need, bahamas yeah, the balls go further for you that's all it is <laughs> very true so yeah we got loads of video content coming out Obviously, we have this winter series uh, coming with Mossy as well. That'll be a podcast series. We have a lot of interviews coming up, and um, we've got kind of we've got a few requests in for interviews with tour players and tour winners. Uh, so hopefully, they'll be coming on to the podcast in the next couple of weeks as well. So yeah, keep your ears tuned. I know obviously Christmas is a funny one where people, you know, it's cold and frosty and just generally pretty miserable outside. So maybe you want to listen to a podcast. Yeah, get maybe a pod- you want to listen yeah. to ours. Yeah, listen to the podcast. Hope that it driving range, hit a few balls, stay nice and warm. That's it. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. On the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory.